is Short-Term Rental Management. The show that is all about short-term rental property management with your host, yours truly, Luke Carl. Here we go, here we go, long hair Luke. <laughs> uh, short-term rental management, great to have you here. It is an honor, it is a privilege. Uh, today we're going to be talking about uh, housekeepers and uh, how to have success in some couple, a couple of tricks and tips that have uh, changed. In recent past, uh, the times they are changing, folks. So we've got to adapt and adopt and uh, and that's what we're going to talk about today. But uh, first, let's uh, let's let's get to today's sponsor, which is not a sponsor at all. It's my own damn company. Uh, if you want me to teach you how to do this, well, why don't you come on and buy a house with the short-term shop? But uh, we'll be right back after these words. This episode of the short-term show is brought to you by the short-term shop. 30-year fixed mortgages, tax benefits, and long-distance management training made easy are just a few of the perks of owning a short-term rental. The Short-Term Shop can help you buy and learn how to manage your property from anywhere in the world. Just go to theshorttermshop.com and click Get Connected. Again, that's theshorttermshop.com, and we are brokered by EXP. See y'all over there. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Long hair, Luke. Such an honor. Such a privilege. To be in your presence today on short-term rental management, I uh, I can't thank you enough. It's uh, it's been a very exciting journey, and I'm glad to be here today. Well, I want to talk about success with your housekeepers. Uh, things have changed quite a bit in this in this uh, in this capacity in this uh, area. Um, you know, it used to be back when I first started, it was unheard of. These cleaners they didn't even want to come work for a uh, owner or a self manager. They were they were comfortable uh, with their gigs working for property management companies and they're getting their own company truck and they were uh you know they 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 just follow the schedule they had gigs man and and uh, that was the thing and that still does exist obviously it's still the majority of what's going on out there but what what we are doing is a little more common hold on just a second wet my whistle of course if you're watching on youtube you'll know that that was not a beer but i was trying to give that illusion <laughs> Um, anyway, so, you know, back when I first started, you call a cleaner and they'd be like, you're doing what on what on the internet? What are you talking about? And, uh, today that's, uh, not the case. It's totally normal. It's, it's, uh, it's fairly widely known that this is a thing where you can just do it yourself and put the damn thing on the internet and rent it out. Um, as a matter of fact, again, I talk long-term rental all the time with long-term rental. You could do the same thing. You could self-manage your long-term rental. I see a ton of people that are uh, you know, I, I follow a lot of uh, landlord Facebook groups and such, and there's a lot of folks that are not doing it right. At least not the way I'm doing it. Hell, maybe I'm doing it wrong. What do I know? But uh, I did cut my teeth on long-term rental. I'm glad that I did. Learned a lot by managing up until my, I don't know, 18th door or something like that. I did it all myself. Uh, and when I say myself, I don't mean that I didn't have people working for me. Of course I did. But I started basically my own property management company. And that's what I still do to this day with my short terms. I am very hands-on. I had a comment yesterday, somebody on the social media, they said, well, what Luke doesn't tell you is, is that he's got people doing all that stuff for him. And I'm like, what? <laughs> uh, uh, clearly not a fan of short-term rental management, whoever said that, because uh, yes, I do. I mean, I do. I mean, I got my, my, my irons are in the fire, man. I'm in there every day looking at stuff, poking around, making sure that things are functioning properly changing my prices, 
course, I do have two full-timers, and mostly one full-timer, and then another guy that does a lot of stuff in the organization that fills in when when she when my main my main uh, management girl is gone. And again, this is just short terms. Um, and we're not here to talk about VAs today. Uh, I'm off on tangent number one of short-term rental management today, and that's just kind of how it goes sometimes. But uh, I do want to talk about cleaners and specifically photos with cleaners because this is a new thing. But before we get into that, I do want to mention Tur- Turno. Turno's getting bigger. I want to give them a shout out. It is a marketplace for how to find cleaners. There are Facebook groups in uh, many vacation rental markets now for cleaners to hang out and for you to find cleaners. It's a different world we're living in now than it used to be, you know. But today I want to talk about um, photos. And uh, two years ago, three years ago, six years ago, I would have told you you were out of your mind for asking your cleaner to take pictures. Let's not do that. We're micromanaging. We're asking them to do too much. And I still think that's the case. I think that if you want to have success with hiring a housekeeper, you got to be careful with what you're asking them to do. They are cleaners. They are not handy people. So don't ask them to do a job that is not their job. I'm talking about wheelhouse. When it comes to property management, when it comes to anything in life, it's about wheelhouse. And you get you get somebody outside of their wheelhouse and they get they're like a deer in headlights. I don't know what to do. Okay. So Here's the thing. Now we are living in an age where folks are calling up the platforms and saying, well, this house had this problem and I can prove it. And they're planting hairs and uh, they're planting dead bugs and all this stuff. And so now we're kind of to the point where it's almost a good idea to get pictures taken uh, by your cleaner. Now, I don't think it's a good idea to have your cleaner take pictures of every square inch of the home and send them to you every time they clean. I think that's a bad idea. They're going to get all, they're going to feel micromanaged and they're not going to like that, but it is, it is a nice thing for them to have those on file. Here's a a perfect example. I had recently had somebody, one of my houses messaged me with a picture of some boxer shorts on the floor of the property. They're right in the middle of the, in the damn room not even under the bed or anything like that. So that's what, that's what triggered me. I said, Oh, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're telling me that somebody's drawers were right in the middle of the floor in the bedroom, living room, whatever it was, whatever room I would understand and apologize if they were under the bed or behind the dresser or something like that, or maybe even left in the back of the drawer in the dresser. But when they came to me with the, Boxers on the floor of the mate of the room. I th- I said this is a little far fetched. I'm not quite sure that I believe <laughs> that my cleaners left some, you know, somebody else's used underwear on the floor of this room. So I asked my cleaner. I said, "Do you have any pictures?" And this p- the particular cleaner has. She does. She does a great job. She uses a timestamp app where she just opens up the app, and every time she takes a picture, it timestamps it with the address and the day and the time of the property, you know, and then the clean and the time of the picture, uh, which comes in real handy. And she sends it. And I said, I don't ask her for these pictures unless I need them. So I said, Hey, somebody said there was dirty drawers on the floor. Do you have a picture proving otherwise? And she said, boom, 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 picture, 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 picture. I sent them over to Airbnb. Uh, this was quite some time ago. Now I don't remember the exact story or the circumstances. There's so many stories that have happened since then, you know, but, uh, Basically, I got ahead of it and I called, I called, I think it was an Airbnb. I called the platform and I said, Hey, they're saying that there's underwear on the floor of this property, but I do have pictures from just before they checked in where we find that that is not true. And I have 
timestamp photos of this beautiful, very nice, recently remodeled, beautiful home. And I would like to prove it to you that I'm running a nice, respectable home. This is not my cousin's closet that I'm renting out for $14 a night or the bed of my Chevy uh, F-150, Ford F-150 or whatever with an air mattress. This is a nice, you know, very nice. I would even go so far as to say uh, luxury home. I would not use the word luxury in the listing description because then they think that you're going to come and tuck them in at night, fluff their pillow. But, you know, in the grand scheme of rental real estate, this is probably somewhere on that luxury side of things, give or take. Smaller property, albeit, but... uh, um, anyway, uh, I got ahead of it and I called Airbnb and I said, here's the pictures. And they said, okay, no worries. And that was it. I ghosted the guest at that point. I think I can't remember the exact circumstances. Um, but, uh, that was the end of it. They did leave a bad review. We called up and said, Hey, we've got this ticket number from the last time when we, when we had the pictures, when they were trying to say that we had uh, dirty underwear on the floor and they took a look and they removed the review because we had pictures. Okay. So they are cool. They come in handy. They are good to have, but you got to be careful with asking too much of your cleaner. We love our cleaners. Can't live without our cleaners. They're, they're wonderful people. I love them. Hell, I've had one girl that I've tried to get rid of a hundred times. She's tried to get rid of me 300 times, but we've been together so long at this point. It's too, it's too late. You know what I mean? It's a, it, she's family. And, and life is good and, and we treat them with respect and, and, uh, um, God bless my cleaners is what I'm trying to say. I love them. To, I love them. I love them. If anybody, if any one of my cleaners happens to be listening to this show, <laughs> I can't kiss your ass hard enough. And I probably need to do it to you personally more often. But what I'm saying is when you, if you're new, if you're interviewing and asking your cleaner to take pictures, it's probably a little too much. You know what I mean? It's probably like. Man, you're asking a little too much for them to be taking pictures of every nook and cranny and send them over to you, maybe Dropbox or something like that. But um, uh, now I mentioned Turno earlier. Now there's also Resort Clean, and, and a lot of these apps now have a function for photos on there as well. Um, and these are calendar apps to to you know keep keep your cleans scheduled and on time and make sure that they actually happen. But the cleaner can open up the app and take pictures. As a matter of fact, I think Turno has a situation on there where they have to take a panoramic. I don't use, I, I'm sorry, uh, Resort Clean. I haven't used Resort Clean in quite some time, but I heard recently that they have a pan, uh, you're supposed to take a panoramic picture of the property before it lets you close out that uh, clean. That's pretty cool. Um, so, uh, yes, I do think we need to be getting pictures uh, of these properties, but I don't think that you're saying, I need you to send me the pictures every time we clean the property. I think that's a little micromanaging. At least that's for me. I mean, everybody, listen, you talk to a thousand managers, they're going to do a thousand different things. So, um, and my point is four years ago, I never, I would have never done this. My cleaners would have been like, you want me to do what? You want me to take pictures? Why? You think I'm not doing my job? Because I'm doing my damn job. These cleaners are proud and they should be. And, uh, it's almost like you're, you're thinking, they think that you're kind of checking up on them, which I get that, man. That would annoy me too. But now we're living in a world where people are planting boxer shorts on the ground, stinking up the house and saying, I need, I need 150 bucks. I need my cleaning fee back or whatever it was. And again, I'm not trying to scare anybody. If you're new and you're coming into this, 98% of guests are fantastic. Um, and, and it's just, it's just, it is what it is. You're client facing business here. You're dealing with customer service with these guests and, um, and occasionally it can get, 
you know, you can get a bad seat that's trying to pull, pull one over on you and trying to get a couple of bucks back from you. And hey, I'll be honest, I'll take it even one step further. A lot of times I'm happy to give them some cash. I really am. You know, I mean, uh, in the grand scheme of $150,000 a year or whatever, uh, gross income on a property or even $60,000 gross income on a property, which quite frankly is really not that much. You know what I mean? There's a lot of expenses involved there. What I'm getting at is you, you've got to uh, keep in mind not to micromanage these cleaners. And now we are in a situation where it's okay to go ahead and ask them to take pictures. Uh, but don't make them send them to you. Have a system there and and be ready if something does happen with these folks that decide to get a little squirrely and, and try and, you know, nickel and dime and try and get your money back out of you. We love them. We love our guests. We'd absolutely love our guests. But again, like I was mentioning a minute ago, there are some bad people out there, you know. Um, and and uh, like I said, you, you can't be afraid to give them a couple of bucks here and there. And same thing with long-term rental. You know, there's a good chance they, they move out of your house. It's going to be pretty trashed and you're probably going to lose a little money on that term. But, you know, it's in my opinion that uh, you just clean up and you re redo it and you paint it and you move on and you rent it out again, hopefully for a couple more bucks than it was last time. It's all about providing folks a nice place to live, a nice place to go on vacation. That's it. That's all it is, man. That's why we're here. It's why I'm here. I, I truly believe that's why I was put on this planet is to provide these folks with a nice place to live and I'm good at it. And I'm grateful. Um, so have a system involving, you know, timestamp pictures, things like that. But don't micromanage. Here's another story from recently. I just had one the other day where the cleaner or the guest sent a picture of my hot tub. It was day two of this day. This one's a little more fresh in my brain. Day two of this day, they were saying that the hot tub was dirty and um, it was shooting water everywhere. Okay, now here's the deal. When you're brand new, you're freaking out. Oh my God, my hot tub's terrible. And this guest, guest, uh, guest, this guest hates my guts. And um, they're going to leave me a bad review. Who cares? We'll talk about reviews on another podcast. But these reviews are always going to be hanging over your head like it's a horrible situation. Oh my God, they they're going to leave me a bad review. You got to get over that. Uh, I'm still trying to get over it after years and thousands of bookings, but uh, it, it it is it's the thing you just got to say. You know what? Enough is enough with these reviews. Um, and and in, in this scenario, that's what I'm talking about is is just saying, okay, what's right and wrong. Anyway, this guest sent this message. It was day two. They, it was the middle of the night, <clears throat> and by the middle of the night, that means ten o'clock where I live because I go to bed early, and. They called the cops on me, meaning Airbnb, and they said, this hot tub is dirty and it made me itchy. Now, that is not good. That is not good because that means that there's some sort of like, you know, problem in your hot tub and they got a skin problem and it, it's your fault and this and that. And now we're borderline asking for trouble here, you know. So I messaged the guest on this one. Now, this one's, uh, you know, I'm, we got a fairly happy ending here. I messaged the guest. I happened to wake up in the middle of the night and I looked over and normally I wouldn't do that, but just whatever I was, I was traveling. My kids weren't around. The circumstances were a little weird. So I happened to glance at my phone and I started messaging with the guests. I was like, uh, what's going on? You called Airbnb and said that you were itchy. What happened? And they were like, yeah, the hot tub is dirty. And I'm like, Oh, was it dirty when you got there? Now this is where it starts to get weird. Or a little, a uh, little, little sneaky. Um, I was at this property. As a matter of fact, I said I told you I was traveling. I was traveling home from that property. <laughs> from I was looking at my group of properties in that town. It was a cabin in the Smokies. 
I was at this property about two hours before check-in. I tested and inspected everything myself. Everything checked out on that house. It was beautiful. It was gorgeous. That hot tub was probably the nicest hot tub I've got. It was clean. It was full. It was beautiful. I turned it on. I tested it. I inspected the cover. I get new hot tub covers every spring, whether they need them or not. I like knowing I have nice hot covers, hot tub covers. This is how I'm running my business. I don't play around. So in the middle of the night, I went back to bed. An Airbnb in the middle of the night refunded them $318. And I think it was because they had pictures of the hot tub shooting water everywhere. Now, the reason the hot tub is going to shoot. Now, this goes back to you need to know your trade. You need to know how a house works is what's going on here. This is the truth. And this, what happened was, my guess is they got in. Splish splashed, had fun, got it on, whatever it was. The water got low, and then the water level was so low that the top, the higher jets, if they're not underwater, they're going to shoot water everywhere. And it's also not good for the motor. It's going to burn that thing up. And really, all you got to do is take the hose right there and fill it up, fill it back up, and you're good to go. But they don't know that. And what am I going to do? It was 2 o'clock in the morning by, at this point. Anyway, I forgot to mention at the 11 o'clock incident, the 10 o'clock incident, I asked him, I said, so was the dirt, hot tub dirty when you got there? I'm backtracking now. Sorry about that. But uh, uh, And they said, yes, it was. And I said, well, why would you get into a hot tub that's dirty? And they said, we didn't get in. Now, keep in mind, I was just there right before they checked in, right before they were saying that this hot tub was dirty. And it was spotless, gorgeous, beautiful. You don't always have that uh, luxury of having laid your own eyes on it. But in this situation, I did. And it was great. I felt all the confidence in the world that I was giving them the best possible rental property they could ever find. Um, and uh, they were trying to pull a fast one on me. They really were, you know, and um, I had pictures. My cleaner took pictures, time stamped. And so I sent those to Airbnb. They refunded them anyway because they had their own pictures. $318. Did you know there's actually a company that will help you find and purchase your first or next short-term rental. The Short-Term Shop is the premier short-term rental acquisition company. They have a team of realtors with tons of experience, and most of them actually own their own properties as well. They are the best in the business and would be happy to help you with your next purchase. You can find them at theshorttermshop.com. Brokered by eXp. Theshorttermshop.com. Now, let me get back to the didn't get anything. They said they didn't get in. And I said, well, you called Airbnb and told them that the hot tub made you itchy. I'm a little, wor- I'm a little confused there. How could the hot tub make you itchy when you just told me you didn't get in? Now, at this point, they stopped responding to me, which means they're pulling a fast one here. And again, these people are on vacation. I love to give everybody the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they just don't know anything about hot tubs, which is probably the case. But instead of calling the cops on me and asking for cash, let's work this out like civil people here, especially at midnight. My house is, is no quiet. It's, it's quiet time, 930. You're not supposed to be even in that hot tub at 11 o'clock at night, Eastern time, 1130 at night. You're not even supposed to be in that hot tub. So there's problem number one. And then you're incriminating me. This is the gig, guys. <laughs> this is the gig. This is the gig. Everybody thinks it's so easy, so passive. I'm going to quit my job after three of them, and then you're going to deal with these hot tubs. And guess what? It ain't hard. You just got to get better at it. It's like anything in life. You just got to get better at managing a property. That's what we're doing. We are property managers. Don't overthink it. 
Okay, get me fired up now. I'm a little parched. Hold on a second. Ah, you see how much glass I got to stick my pinky out when I'm drinking my bubbly water? I love the Spindrift, by the way. You need to get a Spindrift sponsorship. That's ridiculous. But anyway, where the hell was I? So the next day, I said, go ahead and close the ticket. Long story short, I said, close the ticket because that the girl that, that was in charge of this original ticket with Airbnb, she wasn't going to help me. So I said, close it out. I called back. Luckily, I'm sitting at the airport. I got nothing but time right now. Uh, you know, uh, let's get this. It was a Sunday morning or whatever. It was. It was bright and early on a Sunday morning at an airport. What else am I going to do? Uh, maybe it was a Thursday. I don't remember. Anyway, so I called up Airbnb. I started a new ticket. I sent over my pictures. I said, hey, in the middle of the night, they refunded this guest $318. Uh, I've got pictures that says that the hot tub was clean, and I was there personally, and this thing was spotless, and I would like my $318 about back. It's not about the $318, my friend. It's about right or wrong. It's about the fact that I did everything I could possibly do to supply them with a beautiful, clean, awesome, kick-ass place to have their vacation. And they felt otherwise. And I felt bad. I did. I felt bad for them because I don't know what's I'm not in that house with them. They may, they, they may not, maybe they may be never seen a hot tub ever in their whole life and they didn't know how to do it, which I don't know how that's possible. All you do is push one button, turn the jets on, get in. But when they start telling me about this itchy, scratchy, calling the cops and all this shady stuff, it's like, no, dude, I'm putting my foot down. It's not about the $318. It's about right and wrong. So I got my $318 back, which again, I don't care about that. I would give that guest $318 to make sure that they had a great stay. But not under those circumstances. Um. Now, again, back to the pictures. My cleaner had pictures of the clean hot tub. I sent them over. They were time-stamped, beautiful house. I, now, here's how I think that worked, by the way, in case you're curious. The logistics there, a lot of people don't even know or care. I'm pretty sure what happened was, and they don't tell you. I, I've just been through this a million times. Airbnb took $318 out of my, my pot of gold, gave it to the guests. And then when I called and said, this isn't right, I have proof that this hot tub was clean. I'm pretty sure when they said, okay, we're going to go ahead and approve it. I think that that $318 came out of their pocket, about out of Airbnb's pocket. So, um, which in that situation was the right thing to do. They shouldn't have approved it to begin with because I had pictures that my house was ready to rock. And again, I laid my own two eyes on it. But they did. They approved it and then they ended up giving it back to me, which was the right thing to do for them. So anyway, the stories go on and on and on. They do. Um, but I think we are finally almost living in an age where when you're doing your hiring of your housekeepers, you probably want to ask them, are you okay with taking pictures? And they're going to roll their eyes. They're going to be annoyed. They're going to be like, oh my gosh, this person's brand new, doesn't know what they're doing. They only have one house. They're going to annoy the crap out of me. And they want me to take pictures and send them to them every time so they can say, well, I saw a little speck of dust in the corner of this house. That's what the housekeeper's thinking. And they're right. They're rolling their eyes. This ain't cool, man. This is going to be too much work for your stupid house, and you only have one of them, you know? You got 10 houses, then you can come up with your own rules and your own systems. 15, 20 houses. But if you only got one, it's a little more difficult. Uh, but I do think we are getting to the point where it's okay to go ahead and say, are you are you okay with taking some timestamp pictures in the app that I'm using or an app in general? 
and just saving them on your phone in case we need them because it will protect you if a guest tries to claim that the property wasn't clean and they're asking for some cash or whatever it is. Because it is in their best interest now. It is in the housekeeper's best interest to be doing that now. Um, again, don't micromanage. The worst thing you can possibly do to a cleaner or really anybody in this business is to micromanage. You got to be nice to them, be sweet to them, give them Christmas bonuses, all that kind of stuff. That's why I, I'm, I'm a gift giver. I like to give that nice big Christmas bonus. Um, but now let's say you've already got a housekeeper and you're like, crap, I already have a housekeeper, but I think Luke's right, man. I've had a few people getting a little weird recently with these, you know, trying to get money back things, these requests saying things are dirty, dust bunnies, uh, T, uh, uh, TDHH, the dreaded human hair. <laughs> they'll come in and plant a hair on your bed and send a picture and they want their $200 cleaning feedback. They will, they'll do it. And is it wrong for you to just go ahead and give them that 200 bucks back? Probably not. It's going to be a whole lot easier if you if you just do that. Then you, I spent more time on the phone than my time is worth to get that $318 back. Stepping over dollars to pick up pennies. But at that time in my life, at that damn airport, I was, I was ready to make sure that the right prevailed. And I hope that guest had a great time. I do. I got no ill will towards that guest. I love them. I love them. I'm glad they picked my home. I hope they come back. But man, don't be saying my hot tub was clean, was dirty when I was just there two hours ago. And I saw that thing with my own two eyes, you know? So if you're going here, all right, I'm getting off I'm, I'm, tangents again, getting off topic again here with my, my yellow pads. But what I'm getting at is, oh, I need that one. Don't wad that one up. Um, what I'm getting at is if you've already got a cleaner and you're like, crap, man, I have had some guests getting a little squirrely on me lately. Luke might be right. I might need a new, uh, I might need a new system there. Maybe I should ask my cleaner to start taking pictures, get on it sooner than later. If your cleaners are anything like my cleaners, it's going to take a minute. You know, you're going to, you're going to have to break them in, train them how to do it. I, I, you know, like one cleaner, I, I said, we're going to have to start taking pictures now. She started sending me every picture every time. And she, and then this this particular cleaner, she was like, she sent me every picture of the house after she cleaned it, just to prove that she took the damn pictures. And she did that for like three or four times, and then she stopped sending them. So then you got to say, hey, you know, just reset it. I don't need the pictures, but I do need you to take them every time you clean, not the whole house, just three, four, five pictures as you're walking around. Boom, 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 out the door. You know, no big deal. I don't need you to send them to me. You know, that's at least how I'm running my show. If you want them to send them to you, that's great. You could probably get an idea for what needs to be done and things like that. Or, you know, you can say, or you can say, hey, if there's something that looks like it needs help or work or fixed, send me a picture of it. They should be doing that already. They should be, you know, anything that's broken, they should be sending pictures of that already. That's pretty common knowledge there, you know. But um, I think we are getting to the point where it's time to have a picture system with your boots on the ground, if you will, whoever's in your home um, to protect ourselves, to protect them, and to, to protect our guests. You know, I mean, listen here, I know you're trying to get, you know, you want to have a nice home. I'm trying to get maybe a couple bucks back from me, but I, 
And that's another thing. Do I mention it to the guests? I'm about to mention it to the guests in my story here. You know, I, I really want to let you know I have pictures. I was there. The house was the, the hot tub was beautiful. I think if you try, if you try that angle, it's probably not going to go well. You know, you might be able to try that and say, um, you know, I was just there. I didn't even think about doing that, to be honest, because it's not my style. But you might say, hey, you know what? I was there today and I have pictures of that hot tub and there was nothing wrong with it. So, I mean, is it possible that you used it and splashed the water out and made it dirty? I think if you mention it, you're probably in, in a world of, of world of pain, <laughs> you know, to me, it's a, you're better off killing them with kindness. Oh my goodness. Now mine took it too far. It was a problem. Mine took it too far by calling the cops on me, meaning Airbnb and asking for cash. If they would have just said, Hey, this hot tub's dirty. Can we get somebody over here to take care of this? And, and I would have been like, no problem. I'll get somebody over there, you know, as soon as I can. Uh, which I don't normally like to send folks to the house. I'm usually more of a, a what you see is what you get kind of guy. But in a situation like that, yeah, let's see what we can get. If I, you know, I got a, I got, I got a good hot tub guy. I'd be happy to get him over there and make sure it's all functioning properly because I can't run the show without a pop properly. Man, they care more about these damn hot tubs than they do their vacation sometimes. You know what I mean? So that hot tub needs to be new and sexy and ready to rock, which mine are. But it doesn't mean that every now and then it doesn't get a little squirrely and something needs to be fixed on it, you know? So... Man, I could go all day on the subject, and I think I already have. But I think we are to the point now where it's time to reset. You know, you need to have an annual meeting with your cleaner anyway, or a monthly meeting, depending on how you're running your organization. Check in with your cleaners. You know, you have a situation where, well, I mean, it, it just, you never know what it might be. I had one recently where uh, um, I heard about a cleaner taking pictures of the house and putting the address of the house and posting them on the internet. Don't do that to my house. I don't want my house on the damn internet unless it's obviously for sale, for rent, listing, something like that. But you don't need to be, put, you know, so I called on my cleaners. I said, hey, I heard about a friend of mine whose cleaner put their house on the internet. It was like TikTok, like they were advertising their cleaning business. I get that. No problem there. But there's no reason to, they were putting the owner's name and the address of the property. Well, I work for John Smith at 1236 Main Street. And they were putting that on the social media. No. Don't do that. Don't do that to my properties. I don't want to be on social media. You know, I mean, I'll be up on Airbnb and Verbo for rent, but um, just don't don't exploit me like that. You know, and again, maybe the bad wrong word there, but you know, it's, my point is, it was a time for me to reset, give my cleaners a call. Hey, uh, it's been a while. I mean, hell, I hadn't talked to one of my cleaners in like six months. You know, so um, on the phone anyway. Uh, hey, you know, I, this happened to my buddy. Please just want you to let you know we're, we're not cool with you taking pictures and putting our address on the internet, but uh, how's everything going? Is there anything I can do for you? Can I send you some more whatever? You know, that kind of thing. Have a conversation with them and work in the pictures. You're running a business here. You got to meet with your employees. It's as simple as that. You, you're managing a property. You've got to meet with your team. Make sure everybody's on the same page. Uh, and I think it's probably at your next meeting it might be time to go ahead and sneak in the picture conversation. Might be time. Anyway, I hope you had a little bit of value from the show today. I'd love to teach you how to do this. I've been teaching people how to have 10,000 people how to do this. And I would love to have you come uh, and buy a house with the short-term shop. It's a family situation. We work our asses off. And uh, Avery and I would love to have you come under our wings and teach you everything we know. Come buy a house, the short-term shop.com. Um, and, uh, and, and that's about it, man. I love you. I am going to leave you with a quote on the way out the door. Let me pull up my quote pile. Here we go. As a leader, you can't rely solely on your spreadsheets. 
You have to trust your gut. Love that quote. That's from a, re- a book I read recently. I've been talking about it a lot. Well, Will Gardera, uh, who is the owner of um, 11 Madison Park in New York City, which is a fancy restaurant. So as a leader, you can't rely solely on your spreadsheets. You have to trust your gut. Long hair, Luke. Cash flow, Carl, for short-term rental management. Reminding you to don't overthink it.